What is good, my spiritual psychics, my let's get rich money gang? I know I am a little behind. I usually like to do these on Mondays, but um, before I start off, you know, I really want to commend those of you who've been with me on this journey and listening through the chapters of this book because it really just lets me know that you're wanting to change your mindset. And as much as it sounds as as an understatement, you know, all is mind. Uh, those of you who've been with me on these journey and we're just about done with the book, um, I think you're going to agree with me. A lot of these thoughts are a complete 180 or an about face of the way that we used to think or we were brought up. And I really hope that you're absorbing them in the bite-sized pieces. Um <clears throat> But as I'm opening from the book, How Rich People Think, y'all already know, my fav- one of my favorite, and I do that every time, one of my favorite Steve Siebold authors, uh, author Steve Siebold, and um, started off a little bit talking about how mindset is just everything. And this one, this book has really transformed the way that I think and view things. And it's really interesting, I think, that I can notice the difference up until this point and and start to see even the contrast of like, wow, I used to think like that. I can see when people leave comments on under different things where they're talking about finances and how to acquire it and what it takes. Like one year ago, I used to think like that, right? Before I read this book, there were things that I would have agreed with them on. And now I can get a better understanding of how that 1% and that 3% think, right? Subtitle, you know, uh, turn your ambition into action. Um, Love it. As I always say, this is not for the person who's going to just um, be a daydreamer, but who has that ambition in turning that fire to fuel and making something out of it. So let's get right into it. Um, We're on chapter, it's like chapter at 21. And its title is um, Middle Class Believes in Working for Money, World Class Believes in Working for Fulfillment, right? So here's another one that's just going to give you a complete 180 is putting you in a different direction, right? Um, Again, just the way I was bought up and, you know, most of us were, we, what do you mean? Of course, you're supposed to work for money. So I'm super excited to get into this chapter. But it says world class believes in working for fulfillment. And it makes sense as I'm reading the title. But let's just see what else he has to say and dig a little bit deeper about what lies below the surface of this. Okay, so it says, The masses have been handing down bad advice from the occupation-money relationship for centuries. Their philosophy is to spend the majority of your waking hours toiling away for the sole purpose of economic survival while being grateful for the opportunity. That is so true. Okay, let's see what else. It says, with the exception of times when this was the best society had to offer, it's not only a bad strategy for accumulating wealth, but it's also a terrible roadmap for life in general. What? It says, in modern day uh, America and every other free market economy, this way of thinking assaults the human spirit. Wow. It says, 
the rich have always known working for the sole purpose of making money is the worst strategy for building wealth. Mm. Okay, so it says the great ones go through an extensive introspective soul searching process to discover what they love to do and combine it with their unique talents and abilities. These people appear to be working hard, but the truth is they're not working at all. <laughs> I love it. That made me smile. I get it. I get it. It says they're doing something they would do for free because they love it. Okay. I get it. It says, my late business partner, the great Bill Gove, was known around the world as the father of professional speaking. One of the greatest pieces of wisdom I heard him deliver from stages all over the world was this. When you're doing something you love to do, the only reward you need is the experience of doing it. <laughs> I like it. It says, the wonderful paradox of this wisdom is that when you're doing something you love and you're very good at it, the world will gladly make you rich. Instead of setting out to find work with the most profit potential, focus on work that has the most fulfillment potential. Once you find it, invest so much heart and soul into your work that you become one of the most competent people in your field. You'll be rewarded with uncommon wealth. <sighs> the root cause in the approach of the masses and the wealthy is the level of consciousness each operates from. The middle class from fear and scarcity the world class from love and abundance. This difference in consciousness leads one group to seek survival and the other to manifest dreams. The only question that really matters is which group are you in? And then true to Steve Seabold nature, short, sweet, and to the point, makes a statement, drops a mic, and exits stage left or right or whatever <laughs> you guys this one was so beautiful i think the timing to hear this is beautiful i think for those of you who are on um into these types of books or this type of mindset may have heard that thing before doing what you love but he definitely added his own insights into this and um you know, it's just definitely in tune with those of you who are also part of the Divine Feminine Tribe in terms of um, levels of consciousness and love and abundance, right? Doing what you love, uh, combining your unique talents and abilities. And, you know, uh, just a reminder that when we finish school that, you know, what is it that we love? What is it that we are good at? And the money will come. All right. So going to the rich resources says, here's a book. It says the debt-free millionaire winning strategies to creating great credit and retiring rich by Anthony Manganiello. Manganiello. <laughs> the critical thinking question is on a scale of one to seven, seven being the most fulfilling, how fulfilling is your current occupation? 
I have a feeling when we do the Oracle on Thursday, I'm going to try to do a, a wealth and entrepreneur Oracle. I'm going to try to remember to bring that back up so we can just kind of marinate on a little bit for the week that's coming ahead. Um, but also tapping in as you go through life, how fulfilling is your current occupation? Okay. And that's not something that you stay stuck at. Remember that you um, can turn that ambition to, to, um, action and you can always add elements or remove elements to make sure that you get to a state of fulfillment. Okay. The next um, action step, it says, if you didn't rate a seven on your question, and that's hardcore, like he said, if it's, it's, it's a seven or it's not anything less than a seven, that's, that's wild. If you didn't rate um, a seven on this question, set a goal to be doing what you love to do in the next 12 to 24 months. No excuses. You can do it. I absolutely love that. All right. Um, until the next podcast, I hope this is a blessing to you. Peace.